Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith on the best tips to how to avoid injury. If you're living an active lifestyle or exercising a lot, we got some tips for you on how you can stay injury free. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We really, really are happy that you could be here today. Um, As usual, we got a really informative topic today that will hopefully uh, resonate with you all, especially if you do live an active lifestyle. We're talking about best ways or tips to avoid injury, getting hurt while you're exercising. Super important. Um, But before we jump into that topic, we're going to just send out a friendly reminder to visit us at www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com where we have all of our curated content on our website, including these podcasts, all of our workouts that you can mix and match, search for um, based on your level of fitness. And you can find them on YouTube as well, of course. Uh, We also have our Motivation with Meredith audio series, a mini podcast. And last but not least, our custom seven-day workout plan, which is a workout plan designed by Meredith for you, specifically built around your uh, health and fitness goals. We've had a lot of plans go out the door lately, and we're really happy that you are interested in in finding that custom plan for you. Uh, and, it, and it really gives us an opportunity to connect with you as no matter where you are in the world. Uh, it's really, really a great opportunity for us. And thank you for all the recent orders of the custom seven-day plan. And while you're on our website, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter. And uh, we we send out all of our latest content every week to stay in touch with you and let you know what we have going on. So um, without further ado, after all the formal announcements, uh, we're going to jump into our topic today, and that is helpful tips on avoiding injury. Um, Injuries happen to everybody. They can happen at any time. And uh, we get some questions about, we get a lot of questions coming in about how to, how how can I do these exercises and not hurt myself? So, uh, Meredith, what what is your overall experience in in working with seniors and people of all ages? Um, is there a fear of injury yes. when it comes to exercising? <laughs> yes, big time. Um, I think with everyone, but especially seniors, because they know once they get injured, how long it's going to take for them to recoup and then come back. Um, and it's like you know, a day down is. Um, where you're injured or you're sick, something like that is going to take you four to five days to recoup that lost time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's um, it's I think in the forefront of most seniors' minds, mm-hmm. um, not to you know in a, a debilitating factor, but they're constantly thinking about it. Yeah, an injury I think is uh, uh, one of the biggest demotivators of fitness and exercise. Yeah, right? definitely. Um, as far as injury goes, uh, how many success stories have you seen where people have gotten back up pretty quickly? Yeah, definitely. It happens. I mean, it depends on what the injury is and the extent of it, et cetera. Um, but yeah, I can, you can come back after an injury, of course, mm-hmm. just depends on what it is. Um, and yeah, and the motivation of the person to, mm-hmm. to, take care of themselves in order to come back yeah <laughs> what what are the, the most common injuries that you've seen in your experience that occur some of the more common types of injuries a lot of times it's things with either um, knees or ankles or shoulders those are the biggest ones 
Um, and sometimes there are underlying issues. They already had those issues prior to trying to do exercise. Um, but yeah, those seem to be the most common ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there like a lot of uh, situations where people have had to have surgeries and things like that? Yeah. Well, over time, I'm, I've dealt with many, many seniors who have had knee replacements, hip replacements, um, rotator cuff surgery, uh, constant. Um, yeah, it's, uh, again, those overuse over time, um, not necessarily an injury that occurred while doing a workout. It's just over time that uh, they had to do these different types of surgeries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we're pretty fortunate that we get a lot of the communication that comes in from a lot of people uh, who do the exercises are very helpful in sharing what kind of injuries they've had right. in the past. Yeah. And and when you do these custom seven-day plans for people, do you get a lot of feedback on what injuries they've sustained yes. in the past? <laughs> Definitely. Because that's one of our questions. We want to know so we know what to avoid or what we're trying to strengthen um, to help avoid injuries mm-hmm. going moving forward. Um, yeah, so we can get a lot of people telling us what they've had um, difficulties with, injuries with, uh, surgeries from. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, we definitely want to keep people moving. And injuries can always sideline side us uh, depending on what, what level the injury is. Right. But um, so let's go ahead and jump into some of the tips uh, that we have uh, as far as avoiding injuries. Let's, say, let's start with cardio exercises, mm-hmm. you know, whether they're high impact, low impact. What are the things that we can kind of keep in mind that will keep us from, you know, getting hurt when we do these? Right. Um, try First and foremost, I always say with any type of exercise, listen to your body. You're the only one who knows and can feel what your body's feeling. Um, someone such as myself can stand in front of you all day long and do different types of workouts, but you know how your body feels what it can do, what it shouldn't do. Um, So listening to your body, first and foremost, um, is what you need to do. Um, When it comes to, say, cardio, try not to do too much too soon. So say you're coming from not working out at all, um, and then you're starting to work out. Don't start with a advanced level HIIT workout. Um, Start with a beginner. If you're usually seated... Maybe start with a seated workout um, and progressive slowly over time, adding and making it more difficult when your body responds to it. It knows what it's getting into and it's able to do those types of movements and workouts. Mm-hmm. So try not to do too much too soon. Always listening um, to your body. Mm-hmm. That's the always any workout, <laughs> really. Yeah. Intensity level. Yeah. That kind of thing. Right. Um what kind of injuries do you see from cardio exercises? Uh, what 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 risks do we have when we do you know high intensity type stuff right. or even low impact cardio? Yeah, anything really. Um, just not being aware of your surroundings is a big one. Um, if we could get tripped up on something that's on the floor, whether it's a throw rug, a toy, just a carpet in general, our own feet. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, I've seen that. You try and do movements. Um, that your body really shouldn't be doing, whether it's, say, like a grapevine, which is where you're bringing one foot behind another when you're moving, but your feet get tangled with one another. Um, It's easy to do, and you can fall down. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Um, shoelaces are not in, shoelaces coming untied, but not wearing proper shoes is a big one too. Um, so yeah, you could injuries can be from falls. You could um, fall. You could hurt, of course, your body from a fall, but you could break a wrist. That's happened before when mm-hmm. someone's fallen. Um, hurting your knees that happens a lot with cardio because you're trying to do things that um, have turning movements to them, maybe. And if you don't pick your heels up and kind of glide along the ball of your foot, you're kind of keeping your foot planted and you twist, tweaks that knee. So um, knee injuries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could get, unfortunately, (laughs) you could get any amount of injuries for the whole body, depending on what um, what you end up doing during that workout. Mm -hmm. But yeah, trying to, again, not do too much um, and knowing what your body can do. Um, being aware of your surroundings. Um, like I say, when we do a lot of our cardio, where are we in the world? That uh, proprioception, that where are our feet? Feel your feet. Um, and I know that's easier said than done as we get older. Um, a lot of people um, cannot literally feel their feet. So um, kind of trying to be aware of your body, where it's at in the space that you're doing your workouts in and throughout your day, of course. But especially when you're doing your workouts, making sure there's no animals around or fall or trip hazards, things mm-hmm. like that. What about uh, treadmills? Do you see like Oof. a lot of injuries from treadmill use? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, you know, is, yeah, that, is it recommended? Or... Um, depends. So, I, of course, if you're um, active and you're able to use them and you know how to use them properly, um, that's fine. A lot of them have a high step up, which, of course, getting up isn't always the hardest. But when you get down after your legs have been, you know, used for a long period of time and then you go to step down and you're not ready for that, people fall there. Um, Not holding on while you're walking. Again, um, you start going too fast and you can't figure out how to turn that thing off. I've seen many injuries, Mm. unfortunately, with people falling off the back of treadmills because they just can't figure out the machine. So... Um, if you're using a treadmill, if that's your source of cardio and walking, then just being aware, like staying off to the side is what I would always teach someone. Even if they knew how to use treadmills, stay to the side. Don't get on the treadmill yet and play around with it. Learn the buttons, you know, put it up to it. Well, I usually walk at a 4.0 pace. Well, it's a little different on a treadmill. It's mm-hmm. actually a lot faster. So don't put it up to 4.0. <laughs> put it up to 4.0 while you're standing off to the side and look how fast that's going. Um, maybe we don't go that fast and we slowly <laughs> um, work our way up to a certain speed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, learning learning any type of equipment, whether it's a recumbent bike, um, anything. Learn what the buttons are and how everything works before you ever get on it and mm-hmm. use it. It's just... Uh, going to be a better way to not get injured yeah and it seems like uh every brand uh is different yeah the way they have the the buttons set up sometimes it's just not as intuitive yeah and you may not be you know maybe upping the speed a lot faster than you think you are right exactly dangerous yeah um it may not be as common but what about uh hiking do you (laughs) see you know is how much hiking do you know of as far as uh, our our audience and yeah. and what kind of what can we do to avoid injury during hiking? Yeah, well, hiking. Uh, Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. 
we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. That's, um... And I'm sure a lot of seniors still like to hike. Um, that can be very dangerous <laughs> um, for, again, full body, depending on how you fall if you are hiking. But bad tweaks in the ankles I've seen from people hiking because you take that wrong step and then you end up spraining your ankle, um, which takes a long time to come back from. They always say a sprain sometimes is worse than a break because your body just never recovers the right way. Um, you'll always feel it. So yeah, if you're going on a hike, making sure um, you've mapped out the route, you know what the the terrain is um, and what you're getting into. Again, that wearing the proper shoes so you don't slip and slide on loose gravel. Um, you don't have big steps up and down. Those steps down get very difficult to do. So um, mm-hmm. making sure you're aware of what you're about to get into. Um, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, that hike's only three miles. But if it's going straight up practically for a mile and a half, you know, think about that coming down. Um, it's going to be rough going up, but it's going to be really rough coming down. You're mm-hmm. going to slip and slide. So, yeah, just being aware of that terrain that you're on and making sure that's right for you. Mm-hmm. Making sure you keep your phone with you in case anything happens. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Going with groups, never going alone. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of that. So let's switch over now to uh, resistance or weight training. Um, injuries, you know, what are some tips on how to avoid getting hurt if we're doing weight training, lifting weights, resistance mm-hmm. bands, uh, all these things that are very common. Um, you know, what, what are some overall tips to start with as far as weight training? Um, again, that's listening to your body, of course, mm-hmm. um, and trying not to lift too heavy too quick. Um, if you're just starting out, don't go with the heaviest weight that you can find, even though you're like, I used to be able to do this when I was in my 20s. Um, that doesn't mean that you should be doing that now. You might get back to that weight but um, or resistance level of a band. But let's start light and then work our way up. <clears throat> Those were, are where usually I see the most injuries is someone wants to lift heavy and then they have improper form. So they end up tweaking something, shoulders, um, knees, when they're trying to do a squat, holding on to really heavy weights when they shouldn't necessarily be squatting at all. And knees are jutting over feet and over toes. And uh, yeah, then they end up hurting themselves, their back, their Mm -hmm. knees, um, trying to do overhead shoulder presses, which are a no-no, and then hurting your shoulders. So many many different injuries you can get but going slow and steady again go at your pace listen to your body um, start light work your way up as you feel necessary Mm -hmm. and then making sure you take that time to rest and recover in between those strength training days as well as getting those stretches in for your muscles 
um, so they don't become super tight. And then when you go to do a movement, you pull, um, whether it's the muscle, you could pull the ligaments, tendons, everything that becomes super tight in there. So yeah, making sure you take recovery time and stretch periods. Mm -hmm. Do you hear that a lot when people say, uh, they, they come back to weight training or resistance training after a long time and (laughs) you kind of have a, a, a miscued idea of how heavy the weight actually is. Yes. So, you know, especially guys will come and try to grab the heaviest weight Mm -hmm. right off the bat because they used to be able to do that before. Yeah. Uh, and then quickly realize that it's not, it's it's not not the same. Yeah. You you see that a lot. Yes, I do. Unfortunately. (laughs) Or I used to be able to walk this far and now they try to, and you know, not without easing into it. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's the, the, biggest thing is someone that I used to be able to do it. Um, whether if it was last week or, you know, like I said, 50 years ago, they want to kind of compare themselves to that, um, time period when of course we know that every day is different and that's where we have to kind of go slow and steady and listen to our own bodies and, and be smart. You know, I think we sometimes let our ego get, um, the best of us and that's normal. So just trying to be smart and knowing that, um, if you used to lift heavy, even if it was years ago, give yourself time. Um, let the brain be okay with not lifting that heavy. And if you want to and you're able, then you will again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, weight training can be exciting when you want to get back into it. But then there is there is kind of a way to do it correctly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you don't hurt yourself. Yeah. Um, what about resistance bands? What kind of injuries can we <laughs> avoid with resistance bands? You wouldn't think like that would be something that would cause injury, but right, it can. <laughs> obviously it can. Yeah. What, what kind of tips do yeah. you have for people who use resistance bands? <laughs> um, being aware of the wear and tear that happens to bands. So constantly looking at your band and making sure it doesn't have any areas that either have tiny holes in it. Um, you can see that it's kind of breaking down that material. Cause maybe you step on it with the foot or something while you're doing bicep curls standing, say, for instance, but it's going to slowly break that rubber material down over time. And injury can be as you're doing something, it breaks and then it snaps (laughs) and hits you somewhere. Mm -hmm. I've seen that. It's happened to me before. Um, But right in the eye or something like that is very painful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But anywhere on the body, I mean, it's like a snap from a rubber band, right? and it hurts. So being aware of that. And also if it does snap and you're in the middle of a movement, um, it makes the movement of course not correct. Um, so you could get an injury because now you're going from having say a heavy resistance to no resistance at all because it's broken. Um, and your body can't respond to it sometimes that quickly. So, um, you could get a muscle injury just from that. So being aware of the band, um, and how it's holding up over time and knowing that you do have to um, get new bands every so often. We've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not lifelong pieces of equipment. They are quite inexpensive these days, which is good, but you know that you're going to have to um, change them periodically mm-hmm. um, depending on where you live and how much you use them. It's going to determine a lot of that, but yeah, um, investing in new ones when needed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of want to jump into, uh, you know, a a topic that is very similar to this, but something that I think maybe we don't always think about, which is what kind of tips do you have 
for certain athletic clothing that you should be wearing mm. um you know from uh, weight belts to shoes. What what mm. should we keep in mind that can help us keep us safe? Right. Uh, based on what we're wearing when we exercise. Uh, mainly the shoes. That's your biggest thing. Uh, making sure they fit properly. Um, however, they're fastened. They're fastened correctly. <laughs> Double knotted if they're laces. Um, I've seen people wearing tennis shoes um, and they're too big and they're slipping out of them, um, and that's very dangerous. Of course throughout your day, but especially while you're working out um, and you're adding different movements to that you don't normally do, or you're holding on to something like a dumbbell and then you slip out of your shoe and you fall on that and then you're holding a dumbbell and I mean, it just gets worse and worse. So yeah, first and foremost, make sure you wear proper shoes when you work out. Um, No sandals and flip-flops and um, that I see that quite a bit wearing those, um, like Velcro sandals, you know, but shouldn't have exposed areas on your feet um, mm-hmm. while you're lifting heavy weights. <laughs> um, so wearing proper shoes, um, making sure your clothes fit correctly too. Like you're not wearing really loose or long pants that could get, um, you know, snagged under your foot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that your clothing, yeah, fits properly and is correct for exercise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think something that we, we don't always think about, we, we think about our shoes, but right. I think we don't always think about the rest yeah. of what we should be wearing. Right. Um, and last but not least, what would you recommend as far as working out with a friend or a group? I mean, is that a good idea to kind of help us stay safe? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, we would always say if you ever go into the gym and you're by yourself, make sure you let someone know. Um, like the front desk because there are cameras when I worked at different communities so they could watch and make sure because if someone doesn't know where you are, what you're doing at the time and you do get injured and it's an injury where you fall down um, or you're bleeding or something like that, you don't have a phone or a cell phone, um, no one knows to come and look for you. <laughs> um, even if you're working out, uh, I told many a people that if you're working out in your home, you should let people know. I usually work out from 10 to 11 um, if you haven't seen that person in a while after that time, and they usually come out to check their mail at 3 p.m., but you didn't see them today, it might be something. Um, so letting people know, yeah, working out with groups mm-hmm. is wonderful, especially when you do those hikes and walks and things like that. But even doing your normal workouts, it's wonderful to have someone there, not only um, to keep you safe, but as a motivator. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's really helpful uh, for a lot of us when we need that motivation um, and that extra eye of safety. So, um, well, those are all some great tips. We hope we, we were able to uh, give some tips to you on cardio exercises, weight training to, to keep us injury safe. Um, it's no fun getting hurt. And when that does happen, it can take us, uh, put us on the sideline for a while. So we hope that these tips are helpful to you. Um, let us know, communicate with us on what you do to stay safe. We'd like to know. Hit us up on email or Facebook. You name it. We're out there. And um, thanks again for joining us. Don't forget to visit our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Sign up for our newsletter newsletter, and get all of our latest content delivered to your inbox, email inbox uh, every week. So until the next episode, we'll see you guys later.
Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the way showers who will help your journey a lot easier.